Hey, my name is Melissa Bedeen, and I'm obsessed with personal development, body, mind, and soul health, as well as all things business marketing that can help you to navigate all things mystical and messy in this journey called life. See, I am a coffee-addicted mother of two who married my grade 9 boyfriend, and I started my company at the age of 17 with just a $200 Costco massage table and a goal of becoming a healer in mind. Now let's fast track a decade and a half forward as I've pivoted and grown myself from being a brick-and-mortar business as an international healer and psychic medium that loves to use my gifts to help align others on their path. See, I found myself naturally pivoting towards becoming a coach as I've made it my mission to possibly impact the lives of others. But will we shy away from the real chats here? No way. See, I firmly believe that we're all intuitive, but again, the true gift actually comes from listening to this internal knowingness. But since all of our arenas of life may look at a little bit different, I hope to shed some insights on how this can benefit you both personally and professionally. See, I believe we have a mission. No, more of a calling inside of us, but it's up to us whether we choose to use this to benefit not only us, but others as well. As I teach you the tested and true ways to align yourself today, I am inviting you into this time as a friend, having a coffee, chat with the goal of a girl trying to give you some form of mind mapping to skip through the messy and tapping into your own magical. Now I want you to know that you are welcome to the Mom Gun Media and I'm grateful you're here. Hello everyone, so it is Melissa here and I have Amber Dietz who is a business and marketing strategist that helps the solopreneur build a business, a brand, and their Instagram to become their own digital CEO. She has built a trusted business with an authenticity by sharing her insights, growth, and scalable business tactics with her clients so that they can build a business from their passion, living beautifully untamed and building a business doing it in the name of the game for Amber. Now, as a single mom, to do what seemed only to be a dream to now what is helping others around the world take their passion from their soul and build a scalable business doing it is what lights her up. She is an iced coffee enthusiast, high fives, and she sees the world in bright colors with all the roadmap of success so she can set your soul on fire. I just want to say that is one of the funnest intros for me just because, first of all, coffee automatically, but yeah. your passion <laughs> lives mine. So welcome, Amber. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and share everything that I know. I am grateful. Now, this is something that I'm very passionate about. You and I, we met in a group where we were taking training. We have some amazing women in there and there's a lot of like groupings where people are just showing up and bringing value. And I noticed you and I reached out because I was like, you've got gifts, girl, and your gifts could be shared. And so I just want to say a special shout out and thank you for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Seriously. I love being here and sharing my story, my message, how it happened. And then helping others do it. So it's my pleasure. Thank you. Now, before we hopped on, we were chatting a little bit and we were joking about the mom buns and I'm going to just iced coffee cheers you right now because that yes. is my life as well. So cheers, cheers. Oh, I love it. She I love iced coffee. Yes. <laughs> no. Too, so I will drink it no matter how cold it is. <laughs> that is literally my life. I know it was like minus 40 and the people at Starbucks judged me and I'm like, you just make the coffee, you pass the coffee. I understand how good it is. <laughs> it's life. I know my husband's just like, you have an addiction and maybe I, I do. do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't, I don't complain. It doesn't hurt anyone. I'm a nicer person with it. Now, as we were talking, you had 
brought up a bit of your past and your past in business in working in corporate. I would love to hear your backstory because for me, I find all of us have like a theme or a story or something that just caused us to go, yep, not my passion. This is not my dream. And just that, that pivot that allows us to really sit in our authenticity. So I would love to hear yours, Amber. Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> uh, it's been a journey, right? But um, long story short, so I was a single mom of two kids. I had like nothing. I had barely money to buy mac and cheese. I, you know, was the person who dreaded every Monday, my cubicle job, everything was like really, really hard. I had drama in my life and I'm like, everything, like this needs to change. But I didn't know how, I didn't know what, I couldn't um, afford to go back to college, much less think about all the years that I wanted to spend on that. But I knew I needed a better life for me and the kids, but I didn't know how. So at the time, what was exciting to me was climbing the corporate ladder because I was seeing the big wigs travel the world and I never had that in my life. So I was just like, that would be amazing. That would set my soul on fire. So I set the intention to, okay, I'm going to climb the corporate ladder so I can, the end goal was to travel the world and get paid doing it, right? (laughs) So I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. So lo and behold, I just set my goal to do that. And then very quickly, when I started going down that roadmap and figuring it all out without college being the way to get there, I found my dream job, landed it. Then I was traveling the world. I was going to Australia and Germany and like all these places. I was like, this is amazing. So I did that for a few years and we, we got a better life and it seemed like everything was great. Then it started just turning into, um, I was still doing Excel spreadsheets and conference calls and all these things. I'm like, well, this doesn't really align with what I want to do for the rest of my life. My purpose in the world is not Excel spreadsheets. Like I feel like I have a bigger purpose. And that kind of led me down the role of being an entrepreneur of saying traveling the world is amazing. And you know, that could be something I want to do in my life but I want to help others. I want to impact others. And that's how I joined, um, you know, the group that we met in and then my own business. And that's where things kind of were just unfolding to where I'm at now. I love it. I also just love how you've taken all of these different experiences and coming as a single mom. Like I know the ambition is more than you. You're, you're living for your kids and filling in like a generational healing of just giving opportunities and stuff. So the fact that you trusted and took that leap and bet on yourself, I want people to listen to that because it pays off. Not only that, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if you would agree with this, but I find I'm a happier person when I get to do the things that I'm passionate about. And so it takes that quality of life to a whole new level. And like, I see it in the content that you share. Like I see it in your pictures and the smiles. Like you can see when somebody's authentically doing something versus moving through the movements, like where they're taking the picture beside the Lambo and the Airbnb. And they're like, look (laughs) at my life. I'm like, cool. Does that seem legit? <laughs> Not overly. So true. <laughs> yes. And, and it's, it's another thing too, of I even thinking back the whole mom guilt, right? So when I got that job and they're like, you will have to travel the world and leave your kids and do these things. I had a moment of, I can only be mom right now. I can't chase my dreams. I can't leave them. Not to mention like, I, I don't have family help. I don't have anybody that was there to say, if I go travel and take this job, okay, well, you know, grandma could take them or whatever. And saying, is this something that I should do? Should I chase my goals and my dreams right now? I am so thankful. Of course I said, 
yes, I am allowed to also do these things and not just only be mom because I am such a better person and a better mom and set a better example. And as you said, happy, like authentically, not just trying to hide it and saying, why is life so hard? When I stepped into that role and followed my passion and then I brought that back, you know, to my kids. I am so glad you touched on that because mom guilt is like the realest thing. And that's why this podcast actually was birthed from that because I know when I had my business, I started at the age of like 17. So definitely no kids for me at that point. And then the moment I had kids and I was like, okay, maternity leave. I'm like, how long do I want it to be? And I I hadn't even had my baby yet. And I was already feeling guilt on wanting to go back for work because I'm so passionate about what I do. And I was like, this is a mind cluster in itself. Like people don't always talk about it. And then there's all the different spectrums. But my thing is, is like, I honor what everybody else is into and I honor what makes you happy and and what that balance looks like for you. But please don't put a judgment on anyone else because we don't know their journey, their walk of life or, or what their mission is. And so it needs to be talked about that guilt is, it is ours, but it doesn't need to be a lonely journey. And it is good to actually, you know, give yourself the gift of following it. So thank you for sharing that. Now, I always like to go into like, what is the biggest driver in your entrepreneurial journey? The reason I like to go there is it might actually kick somebody's arse that's listening to us right now and just give them that validation that this driver is a repetitive thought pattern or an insight that they've just been missing out on and it's their turn too. Okay, are you ready for this one? Because this is the one where people ask me about it the most. I did a whole podcast on this and they're like, oh my gosh, wow. So my main driver, although, you know, like I said, years ago, it was like, I want a better life and I want things to be different. Let me follow my passion. So um, years ago, um, in 2013, I was told I um, may only have a few months to live. And this is due to, um, I had my son who was five and then, um, I became pregnant with my daughter and they're like, her birth will ultimately take your life and you only have a few months to live, right? Like sit with that for a minute. And so, so, um, like I said, my son was five and they were literally telling me, and usually doctors, right? When you go in for something, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to take care of you and we'll solve all your problems and so on. They were setting me up saying, we just cannot guarantee we can save your life. And yes, this might be your last few months. And so I had to, they made me write out my will. They made me say goodbye to my five-year-old son without like freaking him out. And obviously it was a hard, hard thing to do. Now, for most people, you're thinking like, if I only had a few months, I would do my bucket list. I would do these things I never did. Well, when they told me that, they also made me stay in the hospital so they can monitor me. So I had no time. I was only 29. I had no time to go live out all those things that I wanted to do all those passions that I left on my soul that I was too scared of or people judging me or whatever it was, I was like, this is it. And there was so much that I hadn't done that I wish I had done. And I am telling you, it's the worst feeling when you get to what could be the end of your life. And you're like, but I, I give me one more chance. I didn't do all these things. And of course, sometimes we don't even have that. You have a few months. It's just, it is what it is. And so I remember sitting there in the hospital, looking out the window while everybody went on with their life, thinking I never did all these things and I was too scared and fearful and imposter syndrome and all those things that held me back. So if I get a second chance, I of course will follow my passions, but my purpose in life is to not let people die with their passion on their soul. 
you you don't want to look back and be like, give me another chance, or I wish I could do that. So this is always my driver, whether it is the imposter syndrome or lives on Instagram or something maybe holding me back for the day. I'm like, no, those people need you and they need your message. That's why I'm here. That's why I have a second chance is saying, don't let those passions sit on your soul forever. Um, wow. Uh, I, I know. I feel like we need a disclaimer before that comes out. Like, pause, take a moment, and just sit with this because yeah. that, like, that hits in such a level of you know scarcity of of time. And to me, time is the biggest needle mover. Like, that is the main value holder. And I'm not gonna lie. I do feel like you're a soul sister here because I had a doctor tell me not not like I'm months, but when I was 17, I had like all these constrictions in my breathing and all these different things. Fast forward, he said, you have restricted airway disease. It's going to turn into lung cancer. And it's probably like 20 years left. And I just remember being like, what? And I was still in high school. I started my business because I, like you, was like, bucket list, here we go. So I actually mapped it out. I bungee jump, skydive, zipline. I'm terrified of heights, guys. By the <laughs> way, if you face your fear, it's still there. Like I still am like, I don't like heights, but I did it. And like all these things. And then I go to a lung specialist and they're like, yeah, no, you're fine. And then I like went further down the road. No, it was called panic and anxiety attacks. That's like legit. Wow. <laughs> he just did zero tests and just threw out a diagnosis, scared the shit out of me. And the thing is, is you're right though. Like I am grateful for that because it allowed me to see the priority of, of everything else. Like while people in high school were talking about like, oh, this girl's, I, I was just like, life's too short. Like I could care less about any of that pettiness. Let's like, mm -hmm. who are you at the core? And people were like, you're weird. Maybe I was, but the thing <laughs> is, I noticed you have a program called Soul on Fire. And I would love to hear about that because the idea of this is like, what led you to start your business? You just explained it. But Soul on Fire is such a needed movement. And like, I have a course called Find and Follow Your Soul's Purpose. So like, soul sisters, hello, high fives. But yes, sounds amazing. So would you mind telling us about it? Yeah, so my business is called Soul on Fire. And that is because I've, since that time, I've had moments in my life where the best way to describe it is your soul on fire. Now, when I was a single mom, if you would have asked me what that meant, I would have said, you're crazy. I'm just trying to survive my day. Nobody has time to do anything else, but I'm in survival mode. And that's what I want to break is just survival mode, just getting through the day and then saying, I'll follow my passion when the kids are older, when I have more time, when I have all these things that I need to have in place. So the best way to describe, like when I went to Germany, right? Like when I finally hit these goals or I was published in a magazine, these things, I'm like, that's the only way to describe it. And everyone should live that way. We may not know all the hows or the how to's. I surely didn't five, 10 years ago. Like I said, I was in such a reactive mode and I thought that's the way life was. It was a struggle. It was hard. I had no money and that's how the world lived. And so that is my purpose and driving force. And that's what Soul on Fire is. Like you should have these moments. And the only way to do that, as I said, is to follow your passion that sits on your soul. Even if we have to dig and you think that there's nothing there to uncover, we all have something. And then, like I said in the beginning, is living beautifully untamed and build up is doing it. And the life that you want and not a stressful, reactive, hard thing. 
I love that. Your mission is my mission. So for all you listeners here, I highly encourage you to check her out. I really do enjoy your energy. So looking at that, you brought up magazines and I noticed that you've been featured a couple of times and I think it's so exciting to kind of hear the backstory of it and get to know what that was like for you and what happened as a result. So if you don't mind talking to us about it, I would love to hear. Oh yes, because it was, I do vision boards, right? But never published in a magazine. I don't even think I had that on the radar. Like that'd be like, no, that's too mind blowing. That's reaching a lot. And when I finally focused on my passion and serving others and giving back and not saying I'm successful when I have this launch that makes me X amount of money, I'm just taking it back and let me serve because I got stuck um, as an entrepreneur on that a a lot because that's kind of what's in our world is like a launch with this amount of money made and, 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 you know, so that's where my focus was. So when I started just serving and getting to know my people, and then I just scaled quickly and then it, visibility is everything. And I didn't even know it. I was just, I think in a Facebook group serving somewhere and lo and behold, someone, the publisher of a magazine just happened to be in there. Not like I would know that, but they reached out and they're like, I'm seeing you and you're doing these things. I'm like, who me? I'm just, I'm doing my thing and I'm giving back to the world because I, you know, and so on. And so I bring that up with visibility and entrepreneurs is showing up. You never know who's watching. People need you. And we get held back a lot in our mindset. Like nobody needs to know my story. I don't need, why do I need to do a live again? And I tell my clients this, like, you don't know who needs you right now. And it could be someone from a magazine. And then you're doing these things. You're like, I never even thought was possible on my radar. And that's how it came about for me. And now I'm like, yes, a magazine, me, who? Yes, I know. Imposter syndrome always creeps up. And that's kind of how that happened. The thing is, is you imperfectly action showed up until it worked for you. Like that's Mm -hmm. a lot of our audience. I find that's where they just like push the pause button and then they'll go when I can later or when this works out. And that word just, you had said it earlier too. That is a word that I try my best to eliminate from like my programming. Like there is no just, I think that we all are at some level an expert in some form and we have a life experience event or a passion or hobby that makes us of value for other people. Even if we're just two, three steps ahead of them, we can support and help them. And so that is such a mission that needs to be brought up for others because yeah, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, which makes it so if you don't resonate with me, go check out Amber because she's got the exact same, you know, model of helping people through that mission. And the thing is, is you don't have a scarcity mindset. Neither do I. I believe there's more than enough for all of us. So this is something that I really love that you bring up and it's just imperfectly action actionable steps and then giving value and that reciprocity builds that relationship over time from like an editor saying, Hey, I notice you, I would like to support you. Like, listen up guys, do those lives, get out there, say your messaging and put your face to it. So people can build a relationship with that because a lot of times you'll hold back on that fear. And I will tell you right now, it's the faces that I connect with the most. So that's like something I really took out of what you just said. And I'm grateful. So now what objections would you say have held you back in the past? Like we're talking about limiting beliefs that other people might have. What are some that held you back? The biggest one, and this is one of my magazine articles, is imposter syndrome. Now, when I start as an entrepreneur, and let's even take it back, when I was in the nine to five, I'm like, I am going to climb the corporate ladder and I'm going to travel the world. I was almost held back even from that. And I probably would still be in that nine to five I dread if I listened to that voice, which is telling you, and it's that feeling of, 
who am I to do this? At that time, when I was like, I'm going to chase my dreams and do these things, even I had people look at me like, who are you to do that? I had no college degree, a single mom of two, broken home, all the things to check off the box of why I shouldn't do it and why I told myself and saying, no, this is the way life is. Even my childhood was the broken home. And so talking to yourself through that of why you are able to do this you can do these things and not letting those limiting beliefs and that imposter syndrome. And it's going to pop up all the time. You're going to get to that next level. You're going to, I was in Germany, like I said, traveling. I was like, they, someone's going to run into Germany and say, you are a single mom and that's who you can only be. And you can always be broke. And I thought I was like going to get ran out of Germany or something. And it always creeps up. So when I was in the magazine, and I was like, they're going to find out my history. And so those are the biggest things when I'm working with clients and as entrepreneurs is not letting that mindset get to you and really honing in your credibility and what you've been through and your messaging and your branding. And if you have to just journal on it, step away, get out in the fresh air and say, no, I am meant for more. I can do these things. I love that. And like breaking through that, even the fact that in Germany and another country where you have the opportunity to like write a new personality for yourself, mm-hmm. you're still holding on to it because it just carried with you. It's, it's definitely something that a lot of us are unaware of, but it sits subconsciously in, in a lot of us. And so I would love to hear, you know, you talked about journaling, you talked about working through it. What other tips do you have on like breaking through those kind of, I guess, limiting beliefs? Because I teach on that, but I always find somebody else has maybe a messaging or a wording that might hit our audience a little bit better, like something that you would say to them to help them break through. There's a few things that I would suggest, like you said, besides the journaling, um, again, your credentials. And if you have to put, I tell my clients this, grab some sticky notes. I don't care if they're all over your car, all over your bathroom and put those affirmations of you do deserve this, why you can do it, what you've done to get there, what your message is and what your purpose is. Even if it is a sticky note, I want my soul to be on fire. I want a life where I can travel the world and you're going to keep seeing this. And as you said, your subconscious mind is huge. And sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it. You keep telling yourself these positive affirmations Ask a friend if you have to say, you know, what do you see me doing and as, and just reinforcing that. And it may have to be daily, but it's going to help. I love that. And a lot of the things that people, you know, they hear about working through these processing or, you know, looking at NLPs to emotional freedom techniques, like all these different things, they want to overcomplicate it. But in reality, it's actually just sitting with it and working through the emotions as they come up and then rewiring it. Like that's kind of my biggest focus is we're our harshest critic to ourselves. Like, you know, when you look in a mirror and you're like, oh, this pimple, nobody else really sees it unless you point it out to people. And then I used to be all confident, like my confidence didn't sit with the mom bun. And now I just own it because the moment you can choose that freedom and just releasing what other people think about you and what you think about you, life changes. So I love that this topic just kind of came up because it needs to be discussed. And I have to say, us as women, we tend to put on so many hats that we tend to forget that we are actually pretty epic. Like I know the multitasking in men, you know, kudos to those who try. I've witnessed my husband epically fail and I support and rub his back through it, but I can do five things at a time. And he's just like, I burnt the toast and I was making a sandwich. Like I, why? <laughs> and so, 
it's needed. Like we are, we're pretty awesome. So high five yourself and keep going because it needs to happen. You have a message. Yes. And consistency and action is going to give you that confidence over and over. So just showing up, if you're scared of lives, if you're scared of who's going to judge you, if your imposter syndrome keeps popping up, just know that that action is going to give you confidence. So keep going. I agree with that. Like I actually old me every video from my childhood. It's got like a hand in front of it. Cause I was like, get on my face. And now here we are. So yes. See? <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, I always, always, always love to hear what you would say to somebody who's going on their journey, starting from scratch. Like, let's say we have newbie 101 and you were mentoring them today. What piece of advice would you give to them behind like where they can get to their success in business growth? Oh, where do we start? Okay. Especially I will say as moms, right? Mom bun life. Some of us are also nine to fivers right now. We have kids at home that we're homeschooling. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the world. And again, a lot of times we will set our passion and our goals and our dreams off to the side because there's just so much noise and so much to do on the to-do list. We get overwhelmed. So number one, get yourself a planner or a journal is a must. And I, say this because I was so anti-planner before I used to say, why would I get one when all I do is go to the nine to five, take care of the kids, go to the nine to five, take care of the kids. My life is always the same. However, I realized that is exactly why I needed one was to change my life because you will find, even if you put from nine to five, you're at work, you will find so much more time and where you can work on your passion project, where you could do alive or build your dreams or follow those things. So you, I want you to write down like everything you're doing. I wrote down, I was playing candy crush for an hour. Why was I spending so much time on that or scrolling Instagram? And I, I realized that I was saying I had so much time and a single mom and I'm broke. There was so much more that could be done. So start there and get a planner and start filling in those gaps. The second thing is knowing what your passion is. And I, I start that always with my clients because a lot of times we might set the intention, I'm going to follow my dreams, I'm gonna chase this, but we're in a social media world. We see what's, what's working for Karen down the street. Susan's selling t-shirts and we just follow that. Like we're like, it's working for them, it's gotta work for me. I even started that as my entrepreneur. I saw someone start a clothing line. I'm like, that seems to work. Let me do that. Hello. It was not my passion. I randomly tried to print shirts. Just, it was not good. Okay. So really sit down and take the time to say, if I could do anything in this world that would set my soul on fire and live my life like that, who would I help? What would I do? Even if it's painting, don't have any limits to this and set the dream. I want to paint for a living. Don't think it's too crazy. You can do whatever you want, but knowing what that passion is and going back to when you were like six years old, if you like to sing and write, and we usually drop those all off by like age 10 to 12 and just store them and never go back to them. So knowing what your passion is, what your purpose is. So getting clear on your planner, what you're doing for the day, especially as moms, setting time for you and then knowing your passion and what that is and not everybody else's passion, but your own and then being your digital CEO, which means this is not just, 
I will find time five minutes once a month. This is your business. This is your baby. This is again, what sets your soul on fire. It's going to be that thing when you, if you know, whenever you do get to the end of your life, you're like, yes, I live my life to the fullest because I was speaking from my soul, my intentions and my heart. And I could smile at everybody's lives. I've impacted everything I've done and not have to sit with that feeling of, I wish I I, I just didn't hold back and that I was judged. So those are my three things that I would say for the newbies. I love it. All of those things are actually a harsh like reality that I had to go through and I know the value that comes through it. And I also teach it too, but the way that we word it is so different. So I, I love how you're bringing it to the table. So for those of you listening, sit with yourself for a moment, get a journal. Also, I don't know about you, Amber, have you been using Trello at all? I love Trello. Okay. High fives again. Cause like you were amazing <laughs> and I have been going through Trello and it's like a recent find for me, but that's where I brain dump everything. Cause like I am a big OCD individual. So when you said post-it notes, girl, I live that. But then I was getting cluttered with all these posters and post-it <laughs> notes. And then I like bought whiteboards and it just, it became a little crazy. So then Trello found me and I found it. And now I feel like this is like the love I've been looking for. And I want you guys to understand, like you can have have notes in your phone. You could have a physical journal. You could have Trello boards and you mm -hmm. can actually utilize all these different forms of tech technology or hands-on projects to just get it out there because you can start to build on from there. So I agree with you on all that. Now, knowing that we all hold our priorities differently, I would love to know what inspired you to really like get the niche that you picked. Like why this niche that you offer? When I first started, it was I know what it's like to be at the end of my life and everybody needs to know this message. They need to follow their dreams and their passions. So to begin with, it was very general. And I think that's how we all start out. Like I want to help the world. I want to help anybody who will come to me or give me money and do these things. So it was very broad. And I heard so many times niche down, niche down. I was like, but I want to help everybody and everybody needs to teach their dreams. Well, I found out quickly that when you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. So I had, uh, a quote failed launch. I wasn't getting where I needed to in the traction because I'm like, everybody, come on, come chase your dreams. You know what? There's just people that don't care and don't want to do that. And that's okay. But I realized I had to change my focus. And I thought, who really are the dreamers? Who are the people that are willing to take those steps? Because I have strategies and I have the steps, but I need the people that want to do it. And so I had to take a step back and think, who are those people that I know of that are in my world? And hello, it's entrepreneurs or that person that's just starting and is like, please, I would love to follow my passion and my dreams. I just don't know how. I don't know how to start Canva. I don't know how to do these things or have, what is a strategy? I have no idea. And especially when we're coming from corporate world like I was, and you're usually having someone that tells you what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And it's a mindset thing when you got to switch over. So that is when I niche down saying, hello, entrepreneurs are the dreamers. They want more. I have that for them. And then the women, the mamas that are trying to juggle a million billion things at a time. And we, like you said, carry everything on our shoulders to take care of everyone and do these things. And then also, again, we are, we always put our passion, I feel like, to the side because we got to take care of everyone else and wait till the kids are older that's my niche my ideal clients is saying you're ready for more you just need the tools and that's how i niche down is like you're the dreamer 
here I am for you. I love it. It's like when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yep, we're here. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so looking at everything, I've noticed that you bring your Instagram game to the top notch. And I would love for you to talk about what you have for our listeners, because not only did she show up to bring value for you here today in this podcast, but she actually brought some freebies for you as well. Yes, Instagram is my jam. And I say this because business and entrepreneurship does not have to be difficult or overwhelming. When we get into this space, it's usually start with an email list, you gotta build funnels, the sales page, yada, yada, yada. And I did all those things, like everyone was telling me, and I was down rabbit holes, which seemed like forever, until I realized a very simple, and what I use funnel for me is Instagram. Listen, your bio is your business card. This is why I say you need to have a flyo bio. It's my method. There's a reason and a methodology behind it. Your stories is your Netflix, and that brings down your funnel. And then your DMs is like your, your sales meeting. This is all you need. Now, of course, freebies and all this stuff to build on that and build a bigger strategy. But that's why I love Instagram. It all starts right there. So if you can build that, you can get ICAs and followers and not just any followers, right? Like your tribe, your authentic people that love you will buy anything from you because you're showing up authentically and there's a whole strategy that I have behind it. And that's why I love it. Cause that's, that's all you need, especially when you're starting out. I couldn't agree more. I know old me hit a lot of my personality because I thought I had to fit a professional bubble or mold. And my mom's like, Melissa, people don't want people swearing. That's unprofessional. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. We need to show up as who we are. Yes. We need to really just let it come out. We need to be the people that others are searching for out there because there are individuals that, you know, hold that professional mold and they're already out there, but there is not the mom bun wearing, swearing, coffee addicted with ice in it, mom bun media, Melissa. And so same with you and the personality that you bring, it shows up and that's what people will connect with. And so Instagram, I love how you broke it down profile business card, how you can get the meat out there and the stories and then trickle them in and funnel them into, you know, your call to actions and getting them into your list and then continuously nurturing the audience that you already have. Like remembering to put offers out there too. And, and it's just, it's so smart because people overcomplicate everything. I am like the doer of make it simple, like keep it simple, stupid. Like let's do a kiss initiative on everything and just break it down. And you are. So in the hack that she's giving us, it's called five Instagram hacks. We have a link for you to grab it and it's a freebie where you can get her tips on this i am not saying that i know anything on instagram beyond her so please check hers out because she knows more on this one than i do guys and i'll be very honest about that and i do notice that there's a lot of things that are changing and ever pivoting so just follow her there too because she's bringing up some a-game effort there i am not so enjoy <laughs> <laughs> yes and the algorithm it's like your best friend or your foe, right? And you just kind of have to know how to work it a little bit. Now, of course, we don't know all the things because they won't release it and they have their own methodology and we'll never know. But going through it for many years, this is why I gave you the hacks, the to-dos, the not-to-dos, don't get shadow banned, do this, don't do that. And don't be the person who just is on there because you want 10,000 followers. I had a client who had 10,000 followers, but she couldn't get one person to buy her health program. It's because they were just a bunch of bots and people who didn't care about her messaging or her brand. And so 
I have all the hacks here for you. And like you said, go follow me there too if you need more. I love it. Now, before we wrap it up, I would always like to leave just a little opportunity for you to give a snippet or information for the listeners on what you would like to say to them before we part. Keep following your passion that's on your soul. Don't let it be too late. Don't get to the end of your life saying, what if, what if I had done that? You never know when it's your time. Keep going, keep showing up. There are people that need your story now. You need to show up, do the lives, keep following it, and don't let your limiting beliefs get in your way of saying, I can't do this. It can be easy. There's a way to do it, so don't stop. I love it. So not only does she show up saying CEO life didn't fit for her, the mom bun guilt and all these things of what she thought she needed to do as a single mama did not need to matter in the fact of really allowing herself the opportunity to set her soul on fire and then bring the value in helping other people in a line through a diagnosis that is terrifying. So I am sorry that that was your experience, but I do find that there's gifts in these opportunities and you've shown up with this gift. You've taken none of that for granted. And I want you guys to understand you might have a message or a story or an opportunity that's similar where you can pivot that and allow it to become your mess to your message, which is what you brought. And I am grateful that you were here today, Amber. The hacks that she provides, please check it out. I will share the link in the bio and you guys can grab all the goodies. Now, I just, again, I want to say a special thank you for joining us today. Today, Amber. Thank you so much. It was fun. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Okay. So we vibe with our tribe and I wanted to let you know that I'm over here doing a special shoulder shimmy celebrating you as an action taker. So I hope you know that I am doing a coffee cheers in your honor for joining us here today. And since we are now gal pals, I would love a small favor from you and would love to have you leave us a review. I don't ask for them to be staged. You can be completely honest and I would love to get to hear what you enjoyed, what your favorite takeaway was, and maybe just what you would like to know further more on. Because if I don't know it, I'm very honest and I will do my best to bring you some support in there. Thank you again and have a great day.